0: Have I, you had, did you get a brush?
1: Yeah, I use it too, all the time.
0: Can I tell you something? Not only does it good, it's a, 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 a an electric toothbrush, right? Mm-hmm. Brush feels like I'm going to the dentist in my own home. It's cleaning. Uh, maybe, it. I feel like I don't need to go to the dentist as often because I brush.
1: Well, you still need to go to the dentist. But yes, yes, you don't need to go as often. And also when you go, they're going to be like, well, what have you been doing? You've obviously been doing something different because it has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. So it's not just one mode. It's six different modes. And there's a four-week battery life, so you don't really have to worry about it running out of batteries when you need to use it because it'll stay charged. It's really, really
0: cool. In that magnetic charging stand that I leave. By the front door, so everybody can see my brouche. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like saying brouche.
1: And every time after I use it now, you know that thing that you do when you slide your tongue. That's what I was talking the- about. That's yeah. why I
0: didn't want to go to the dentist. I mm-hmm. like I like licking my own teeth now <laughs> yeah. because it they feel clean. It's sleek. It's an it is it's an electric toothbrush, very modern, aesthetically pleasing design, and. Uh, It comes in trend-driven, seasonal colors (laughs) and looks great on your bathroom counter. I have the black one.
1: Yeah. No, I have the same one, too. Oh, you do? But I
0: didn't realize they come in other colors, so you can order your colors.
1: Yeah, but everyone should get one. Yeah, I was really excited. You could get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code Howie at Bruch, sorry, com.
0: That's B-R-U-U-S-H.com.
1: That's 15% off using promo code Howie at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com.
0: Wow, that's the opening song. And this is Howie Mandel. It's Howie Mandel. Do, stu- uh, do stuff. I'm doing stuff. But uh, uh, to be honest with you, I'm starting this. And if you've watched, uh, I, I don't do it alone. I do it with my daughter, Jacqueline Schultz. Jacqueline is now just walking in the door. You've never been late. And what are you doing, Jack? You have a, uh, you brought a, a barrel of something. You're wearing a mask. What is going on? She's late. Well, number one. Well, hold on.
1: Put, let me put all this stuff down before I tell you.
0: <laughs> well. Couldn't you not have gotten here early and do this? Like to the, It's funny. Like If people want to see a behind-the-scenes of the show, we should record that separately and not have a behind-the-scenes happening in the scene of the show. What are you doing?
1: Stuff? <laughs> We've, we're doing stuff.
0: No, I'm telling you, we have stuff planned. We're going to have uh, uh, exciting guests today. We're going to have a prank call today. We have people even backstage that uh, I'm, I'm excited that are here. Do you know that? Who? Do you, Do you follow I Justine on uh, Instagram?
1: Me? Yeah. Duh. Are you asking me?
0: I Justine helped us set up. These are brand new uh, cameras. She is. Does she th- go
1: by iJustine Justine personally? Like when when you know her on a pr- like? Does her mom call her I Justine? No. You could talk. <laughs> we have a mic for you. No. <laughs> My mom does not call me I Justine. just I. She
2: they goes see, you just you Justine. Or you Justine?
3: Either way, I go by whatever.
0: So uh, can I thank you personally on the air for we have, um, besides her being uh, a really good friend of Alex, your brother, yeah. um, she is a wizard when it comes to technology, mm-hmm. and uh, she helped us set up these cameras. I know people who are watching this right now on YouTube going, this is the first time we've seen this in focus.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, Alex did a great job, and everybody, the team back here. So I just came in, you know, to give
1: a little, little extra love. But it looks really good, so I'm very excited. I know. For you guys. I-, I need a little extra love with this plug. I can't find where to plug this in.
0: In the what is it? What it's, are you doing?
1: Here? <laughs> it's an air purifier, and it's supposed to kill like any bacteria or viruses. Right now, I'm honestly not doing great mentally, which I've told you before. So in order to come in and do this podcast with you, I am going to be wearing a mask the whole time. I don't know if you could, is my voice muffled or does it sound okay? It It sounds sounds okay? All right. So I'm going to be wearing a mask and I got an air purifier just to place between us. So anything that- Oh, you're
0: you're, you're afraid of me? Yes. Where have I been that bothers you?
1: Around. You've been more places than I've been. I've been locked in my house. This is the first time I'm leaving my house in over a week.
0: Well, for those that don't know, when we're recording this, the uh, variant, the variant is... You're talking about the Delta variant?
1: I don't care. I'm talking about everything right now. I'm just not doing good in general. Right now, it's focused on the... Can we find a plug?
0: Does somebody <laughs> can have you an not extension? Touch
1: my, can you not touch my my purifier either?
0: I touch the purifier? Does anybody have, like, an extension cord? Does it have to be between us?
1: Well, you... Yes. How can we
0: do a whole Not
1: r- Alex, not my brother. Please Why? don't come in here.
0: So who can come in here? You've been
1: traveling. Please don't come in
0: here. Well, you're asking for help. There's a plug right there. I'm going to cry. Don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> She's a Do you have a I have a I have a cord right here. Does somebody Can somebody throw me an extension cord? Why didn't you get here on time so we could have done <laughs> this? It
1: I think it's fine. I think it's fine if I plug it in like not between us.
0: If what I do you mean? I don't wrong. really understand what's going on. I, you know, I was, what, what, the beauty of me hanging with my okay. children is people know me as the most neurotic germaphobe in the world. Mm-hmm. And somehow when I'm around you, I feel like, okay.
1: You feel normal?
0: I do. Yeah. You, you take it That's to a whole new I'm level. That's what I'm for. Throw that at me. Throw that at me. She won't let you come close. I Thanks.
1: Touch- I trust Mackenzie. I don't think she's been traveling. Everyone else. You don't you don't
0: have any idea where Mackenzie has been. Mackenzie. <laughs> I know, I you haven't seen her in a week. <laughs> I know. Mackenzie. I don't
1: th- know why I trust Mackenzie. Mackenzie,
0: have you been locked in your house for a week? Yes, I don't go out. Like. Are you lying? Actually, I did just go to the
2: Getty Museum. No. Gonna- Actually, just uh, she you can hear to she's the not museum. I
0: just go to the Getty Museum and that's the only place I'm willing to go. <laughs> so if she's going to get sick, it's going to be with culture. Here we go. Okay. okay. Hang right. on. You talk, I'm gonna leave the mic for a minute. I'm going to plug in your air purifier. This better not be loud.
1: Well, but I had a plan for that too. So you'll see I came in with a chicken. So, oh, does this work? Yeah. So if it is loud so that it doesn't distract us, we can use the chicken.
0: Can I be honest with, with you? You've got that so we don't hear the air purifier. Really? Yeah. Do you know that we just lost a quarter of our audience right now? (laughs) Is the air purifier on?
1: So 10 people.
0: Is the air... (laughs) Yeah. If this is good, hopefully we can get another two listeners. What happened? Is it on? I don't know. Uh, This is a really boring part of our... uh... You just talk
1: now.
0: All right. We have... I just talk right now while she's trying to set up a... uh, you want to talk about what's going
1: there we on? Go. There we go. We're good.
0: Oh, it's not loud.
1: It's not loud. It's and just it's on auto and no germs are coming. So or at is least the place I feel like I'm feel a little bit more here? protected. I don't know.
0: Are you comfortable? Because you could just stay here and not even go home and not travel. Not you could really. be like the Kanye West of podcasts. Uh you know about Kanye West? I heard
1: he's not leaving. What is he not leaving? He's not leaving the Mercedes-Benz Stadium right now until his album... He's
0: living in a stadium. Yeah. For those that don't know and don't follow the news, he did... Didn't he do an album release party there?
1: Yes, he did. My husband listened.
0: Right. So there were a lot of people in the room. This Uh is a... Look at this giant album release party. And he chose an outfit. He was wearing like a red fire suit. Yeah. I don't know what it was, like a ski jacket, like a... No,
1: that's cool. I like that, actually. You
0: really like this suit? I like
1: that. Really? Like, yeah. I like it better than Pharrell's hat that he was wearing. You know what this looks time.
0: like to me? It looks like he's just standing there, sadly, in this suit, going, Jeff Bezos said I could go.
1: <laughs>
0: right? Doesn't it look like he put on like a weird spacesuit, but nobody took him?
1: This is actually not that weird. It's just a puffy red. It's all red. That's it. It's okay. Not-
0: it is a puffy red jacket. Uh-huh. Someplace in Texas where um, we are uh, experiencing 120 degree heat. Mm-hmm. So just you have to put everything in context. You can't just look at a picture or listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to wear my puffy ski jacket in 120 degrees in Texas for my album release party, which I understand, like, I think that you have an album listening party and then you release the album. Did he release the album?
1: No, not yet. I think, you know, even my husband said this, who knows about music because he's a music producer. He said there's no way that he'll be able to release the album that fast. To mix it, it's going to take, like, at least a couple weeks. So then he came out and said it's going to be a couple weeks to release the album. So I'm assuming they have to mix it.
0: So here's the thing. So he decided, like, there was good vibes in the room or in the building. So he stayed there. His mm-hmm. crew is staying there and everybody stayed. That doesn't mean... I, and I don't know what the particulars are, but it doesn't mean that he rented out the place and don't come in. Kanye's here. Mm-hmm. There's still events going on in the building,
1: oh, really? He's not just living there. Like
0: so this picture that uh-huh. they put up now and we'll put up on for you that are watching on YouTube, he was spotted. This is not the picture It was the other picture. He would let, go down here. There it is. So he was spotted. I think that's at like a basketball game or something. At the
1: Atlanta United game today at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I don't know
0: what Atlanta United is. Is that soccer? I don't know. What is Atlanta United? I think it
1: is soccer, yes.
0: Does anybody know?
1: She said yes. She said it's soccer.
0: Who's she?
2: It was a Caroline? I can't see. I think it was Caroline. It was me. I can't see you behind this light. <laughs> no, but you
0: don't have to see me, but what, what, what is it a soccer game?
2: Yeah, Gosh. I'm pretty sure it is.
0: So it's a soccer game, and there he is in the crowd wandering Wearing the exact same outfit he was wearing at his release party days before, so he's just well, wandering. Well, he probably the
1: didn't know that he was going to be staying there. He just decided to stay there because he was supposed to release the album. It's right Kanye West. West.
0: If you decide you're going to stay there, the, the here are the options. If I was going to do something like that, and mm-hmm. I promise you, I'm not going to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. But if he was going to stay there, number one. I would say, I'd rent out the place and say, and I I don't know that I could afford to do this. And I'd say, okay, no other events. I need this place to do my work until I let you know, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I would send somebody out. That's what, isn't that what, um, what is it called where you can, you send somebody shopping? What's that?
1: Instacart?
0: Yeah, so you'd send an Instacart, you'd call (laughs) Instacart and say, I need some pants. I need a t-shirt, you 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 call, I don't like, insta- I, I oh, like post-mates? Instacart, they could be end up being a, a <laughs> thing. Instacart's the best. I'll All tell right. you what annoyed me with my Instacart. Right. I know I'm, I'm uh, Instacart annoyed me when your shopper makes choices on your behalf.
1: No, that's uh, only if you're not paying attention to your phone, because when they're shopping, mm-hmm. you can pay attention to the app, and they'll tell you like, oh, this is unavailable, would you like this instead? And they send you pictures and stuff. You just have to be paying attention. You just have an ADD, so... I
0: didn't know. I'd like a half a dozen apples. There were no apples, but here's a pair of underpants. It was so (laughs) random what they would do. But anyway, the point is that he probably has people. I know he has the funds to go get another chance. Three days later, after his event, he's still in the building. There's a new event, and he's wandering through the crowd wearing the exact same thing.
1: Okay, but... And I also see in our notes, too, that he even has a cook on site. So he doesn't have clothes, but he got a cook on site to cook for him and stuff. And then he's just in a dressing room. So I guess. again,
0: see, he's got a cook. So he's getting the apples. Yeah. He just brought one pair of underpants.
1: <laughs> but I know it's that- a,
0: they're calling it a he's he, he, look. I'm looking at the article. Mm-hmm. He wore the same. It's called a puffer suit. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I know it's, a puffer it's jacket. It's
1: like a puffy jacket.
0: Wow. No, it's a kind of a Yeezy jacket. Puffy has his own clothes. No, I'm... See what I I did there? I know, that was just a bad dad joke.
1: But I don't know why you're surprised. What is that? That's the air from... So someone went to the listening... We see a picture right now, for those of you that are not watching. But we see a picture right now that they just put up of a bag of air. A Ziploc bag that someone brought to the listening party. They filled it up with air from the listening party, Mm -hmm. and supposedly it is selling online. And what's the price up to now? Yesterday you told me it was 10 grand. I think it, yeah, it's around 10 grand. I haven't checked today, but I'm sure it's higher. So they're selling it, and someone is willing to pay $10,000 for COVID air from a listening party.
0: Okay, so here's what. If you're listening to this podcast right now, before the end of the podcast, we're gonna capture some of this air. And let me just tell you, it's not only the air from the Howie Mandel Does Stuff podcast, mm-hmm. but it's purified air. It's
1: the cleanest air you'll <laughs> ever
0: get. There's never going to be. It's pure air from <laughs> Howie Mandel and Jacqueline Schultz. We should start a bidding. We will, if you're interested, and go to any of our, where do they go to?
1: Well, th- from Merch? I don't know. We don't have merch. You well, just, we just want have to sell one bags ba- of air.
0: <laughs> one bag of air. That's yeah. our merch. Our yeah. merch for the Howie Mandel does stuff. Yeah. One bag of air available, and it is apparently... Is this actually doing anything? Because yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing blowing out. It's or, on
1: auto. I could turn up the fan, but it's on auto. So it automatically detects how much
0: so somebody is paying ten thousand dollars for a bag of air right mm-hmm. now. There's still a bit by the time you're listening to this, it's probably sold. Mm-hmm. But and it's probably sold for even more than the ten. But as we speak, the bid is at ten thousand dollars for a Ziploc of air. First of all, you gotta believe, you gotta be, can I just say an idiot? To believe that the air in the bag that you purchase is still the same air that was in that building. Because I zip don't.
1: Ziploc is airtight, Dad. Nothing is escaping. Ziploc is really good. It's really good quality. It's I'm not
0: knocking Ziploc, I'm locking the idiot who ziplocked. The bag. Uh-huh. I would imagine after Obviously
1: a week. not. Obviously he is not the idiot. He's about to get, or she is about to get $10,000. It says that the bid is up to
2: $60,000 right now. So who is the idiot? Where
0: is it? Where are you getting that from? I'm what reading, is
2: it? Here, I'll show you. I'm reading it on Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm.
0: Who wants to pay $60,000? Would I would... And why is there only one bag? If you had this idea, why wouldn't you bring a whole bunch of Ziplocs and just sell... Or the fact that there's one is what it makes it?
1: It's one of a kind. Oh, no, there's a couple. Oh,
0: there it is. I think that if you go into the stadium now, go to the next event and capture the air because you're going to have the stench of Yeezy wearing the same thing for the last month. There's
1: 90 bidders, by the way. So it's not just like a couple people that are interested in this. There's 90 people that are bidding against each other for this bag of air.
0: And then once you get it, once you go, and I'm really excited. I got it for $62,000. I got a Ziploc bag of air from the listening. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: what, what do you do with that?
1: You have it.
0: And what do you do with that? You
1: can hang it, probably. You can like put it in a shadow box and hang it. What's the difference between that and a Picasso?
0: <laughs> I'll let you answer that question. You're right. You're right. You're such an art aficionado. (laughs) Well,
1: it's time for Solo Stove. I am always so excited to talk about Solo Stove because I have been loving my Solo Stove. And it's my kids' favorite too. We love just going outside, especially during the summertime, hanging out by the fire. It reminds me of like when I used to go camping, but this is like glamping because it's a Solo Stove. So it's not like that campfire where you get the smell all over you. It's smokeless, it's clean, it is amazing.
0: Well, it's a, you you feel like you're roughing it, but you're not roughing it.
1: You're not roughing it. But.
0: No. But I'm going I'm going camping. What do you mean I'm going Well, I'm in the backyard with my solo stove. Yeah. I do that. Do you? Yes.
1: And it's easy to set up, it's easy to transport, it's e- it's just all around easy. It's like it's like a dream. My kids they ask for it every single day. Mom, dad, can we go outside and use a solo stove today?
0: Yeah, yeah so I like can, that. So it's kind of like, it's it feels very safe, very clean, and it's like a movable, carryable uh, fire pit.
1: Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm always really scared to, like, start a fire. I'm not one of those woodsy people that can, like, put it together and start fires. I'm I'm pretty scared about that. This, I'm not scared about. It is so easy to start a fire, and it's really easy to clean up. So,
0: yeah. You don't have those big chunks of wood. It's just that pure white ash. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and and you know what? These are, Solo Stove, are fire pits and stoves engineered for adventure. It creates a story-worthy moment without the fireside fumes.
1: Yeah, it's easy to keep lit, even easier to clean. No one needs a reason to gather around the fire. Solo Stove just took away any reason not to, and now... You can get $10 off when you use promo code Howie at checkout. Just go to solostove.com. And remember, you get $10 off when you use promo code Howie. Go, go. I'm telling you, it's good. Go now.
0: <laughs> and now here's something from my lovely daughter, Jacqueline. What do you want to talk about right now?
1: <laughs> the best, most fun stuff in the world, you're, you know it. It's policy genius. As you prep for back to school season, slide securing life insurance onto that to do list between buying a protractor and some number two pencils because policy genius makes it easy to compare quotes. Now, all kidding and aside, all, covered. All,
0: yes, all what? kidding aside, yeah. it is pretty amazing. Listen, you're a grown up now, mm-hmm. you have a family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Insurance is important. No, it is. But. How do you shop for insurance? This makes it simple where it compares all the offers out there and makes sure and makes sure that you get the best deals for the coverage that you need.
1: Which is really important. I mean, they don't teach you this stuff in school. They should. They should teach you about like insurance and that yeah. important stuff, but they don't. So it's good to have Policy Genius there and for you.
0: With this, with this co- comparing, mm-hmm. you could save up to 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. You could save $1,300 or more per, per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius. The licensed experts at Policy Genius, they work for you, not the insurance company, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of shopping and the buying process.
1: Plus, getting started is super, super easy. First, you head to policygenius.com Howie. That's it. It's really simple. Just yeah, that in just like minutes,
0: yeah. you work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare the personalized quotes to find your best price.
1: So head to policygenius.com slash Howie to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right.
0: And now back to the podcast. <laughs> That's right. Let's ask Mackenzie. Really, what she to, Mackenzie. She just went to to Getty's. The yeah, Getty Mackenzie, you've been to the Getty Museum. What is the difference between a bag of air collected at a Kanye West listening party or a Picasso? Tell us for those of us that don't really know anything about art. Go ahead.
2: Well, Picasso is art. And then,
1: <laughs> no. hold let,
0: on. Let, let her finish. She knows. Don't, don't. Go ahead. Start I again.
2: I don't really know how to answer this. And Go. also, like, I'm not a huge Kanye West fan, which I know is going to be problematic for a lot of people who are, like, listening to the podcast. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't pay for a bag of air.
0: No. What is the difference between a Picasso and a bag of air from Kanye West listening party? Just... What is the difference? Caroline, don't explain the questions.
1: (laughs) What is art? (laughs) I heard Caroline say. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Mackenzie? Picasso's art, Kanye, I don't know. I mean, I feel uncomfortable. I don't know. I feel like they're both
1: different types of art. (laughs) Yeah, they can both be classified as art. Who's to say what is art?
0: No, you were listening to his art, and that's the air in no, the room. No,
1: if you want to take a bag filled with air and put it in a shadow box and hang it up on the wall, who's to say that is not art?
0: Well, you're, you're making art out of something that isn't art. Picasso painted that painting to be art. The air in that room, you, he's buying now something that is not in a shadow box, that is not on display.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. Have you ever seen performance art? Yes. So what I saw a woman one time that that put a ball of yarn in her vagina while she was on her period, and then would sit in a room and knit, like from that period ball of yarn, like that was coming out of her vagina. Mom told mom
0: told you (laughs) to never tell (laughs) why. Tell anybody look that up. It's real. why your sweaters always smell?
1: Okay, but look it up. I'm not lying. You can look that up. And we can get back to Kanye in a second. Wait a minute. But I'm,
0: I'm on to this. There's a woman with a ball of yarn. This
1: is a long time ago. Yeah. You can look it up. There's videos of her too. And she knits. And she sit, sat there for days. And people can go watch. this. Is it called an installation? Installation. Whatever it's called. Anyways, this live performance art. And that was art. So who's to say a bag of air isn't wow. art if knitting out of a ball of yarn from your period vagina. I don't see vagina. those
0: on sale from your period vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, a period vagina. No, it's a scarf, a pussy scarf. A pussy scarf. A pussy scarf. There is really a woman that, she called it. It's it real. Oh is. my gosh. Mm-hmm. Casey Jenkins, vagina knitting.
1: Woman shoves ball of wool up her vagina and knits.
0: Now, why would she do that?
1: For a month.
0: Shoves a ball of wool up her vagina.
1: And did people buy it? Yeah. I don't know. Vaginal knitter, artist, Casey Jenkins, and she sells it. And look at her fingers are covered in blood. Why? I wasn't lying.
0: No, she only does this at the end of the month? I don't know. Your sweater will be ready in the so last So my week of-
1: point is, who is to say, why is this art and not a bag of I air? Don't,
0: I don't know if this is art. What <laughs> is, is, is there any finished uh, vagina knitter artist, Casey Jenkins, is there any finished product? Do we get to see any finished product? Have we seen a finished product? Is anybody wearing this? Is anybody buying it?
1: I think it's to hang on your wall, like you I know, said. You
0: know, mom says that she can't wear a sweater because wool is itchy. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what this girl's going through? What? Does she have a cat?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd imagine this started because she was just trying to hide Hide. her yarn. And the cat kept, like, she just wants to knit in peace. And the cat kept coming and stealing her yarn.
0: Oh, my God. That is crazy. We should have her on the show. We can. Caroline, let's book the vagina yarn, the vagina. See if Casey Jenkins is busy.
2: Okay, I'll get on that.
0: (laughs) Because right now it's the summer months. I would imagine she'll be hard to get a hold of like in February because everybody wants a hat then. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Let's put a, a hat. How do you know about this woman?
1: Uh, it was a Facebook story. I'm on social media a lot.
0: I know, but I find this better than the bag of air. Yeah? Yeah.
1: It can be. I mean- There she is. Art is subjective, right?
0: They only shoot her from a certain angle when she's knitting.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's- you And where does she person. do that? That was in a, that was live performance art. You can go into the gallery and watch. There's other pictures of people standing around watching her.
0: I remember at Art Basel a couple of years ago, um, Shia LaBeouf went into an art installation where the lady had a phone charger in her vagina, and you could go in and and uh, plug it in, power up your phone from her uh, vagina.
1: It's a new meaning to cock socket. haven't you ever heard of a vagina called a cock socket
0: no and that's something you know you're sitting with your father you don't do, you don't say <laughs> i'm what. looking
1: in the back no one is even smiling at that comment What look could, kyle gave me a thumbs up Kyle. a thumbs up for yeah. your cock socket <laughs> yeah
0: no yeah no you don't talk you don't bring that we're talking art and why are you deviating
1: can i go back to kanye for a second go speaking ahead. of art i'm surprised you even brought up kanye honestly me Yeah, I know that you're very hesitant and you've also been hesitant to even talk to me about like the Britney Spears stuff that's going on. You're hesitant to talk to anyone that you feel like is going through or struggling with mental health issues. And that's obviously like Kanye has already come out and said that he has mental health issues that he is dealing with. right? Right. So to talk about like stuff he's doing and it being weird. I mean, I'm sitting here with an air purifier and a mask on and I know it's because... I'm laughing about it and we can laugh about it because we think it's funny, but it's actually really serious. And I know you're always cognizant and aware to talk about um, these people and the stuff that comes out as news when you know that they're struggling with mental health issues.
0: Hang on a second while Mm -hmm. I get out from under the bus you just handed me.
1: (laughs) No, but I'm wondering, okay, so this puts me on a whole different path. I'm wondering why you do not focus on mental health more in our podcast. Like, why is that something that you don't talk about? That's like your platform. That's like your your soapbox. That's what we were just on the cover of People for. And yet, like, we very rarely touch upon it or talk about talk about it in this podcast.
0: I think we do talk about it. I'm willing to talk about it. And I, listen, my heart and, and mind goes out to Kanye West. and I know he's struggled, and that was probably uh, a good part of the reason why he's not married at the moment. And uh, I think that his music is great. I think that he's a genius and he does struggle. But then sometimes when these things, I'm not making fun of it. No, I know. I'm saying when these things are happening in the public eye and being, you know, it's just, you're right. You got me. Okay. (laughs) You're up by one. I wasn't making, I wasn't I think I'm
1: up by a couple right now with the art thing and this. You know who I want to have on the podcast too,
0: besides the woman who uh, knits.
1: Yeah, isn't the the Alex you told me that the woman who hosts Daddy Issues that she now covers mostly mental health stuff too, right? I can't hear you.
4: Yeah, she um, in her description of her new thing, or when she announced that she was doing her new deal, she said that she wanted to push. Um, mental health issues and try to use her platform what's her name i believe it's alexandra right
0: that's the only thing you can remember alex (laughs) (laughs) you don't don't know her last name no no, it's alexandra cooper well that's interesting i will always talk about mental health issues
1: i just know because since we did the people article i have never had so many people in my dms reaching out to me that also suffer maybe not the same way or not the same thing but also have mental health issues And i just think it it is such a broad topic that so many people relate to that people would be interested in it maybe not i mean you can let us know in the comments if you're watching on youtube or when you rate and review us on apple that's her
0: yeah it says uh sophia franklin
2: that's not her name. Is that not her name? That's the that's the old, that's the old girl one. that was on it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Alex Cooper. Yeah. Alex Cooper. So she's a pretty Cooper, girl. Pretty girl.
1: If you want to come on our show.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about uh, mental health problems. But or you made me feel else. bad about Or about
1: knitting out of your vagina with yarn. That's
0: not the same person, is it? No, but we knit. could
1: talk about that too. She talks about also sexual stuff too and woman empowerment, which I believe knitting out of your v- vagina is considered women empowerment.
0: Is that, is that, (laughs) does that empower a woman that she can just pull a sweater out of her?
1: I would feel empowered.
0: Really? My
1: vagina doesn't do cool stuff like that.
0: Is that cool stuff?
1: Well, I mean, it did create two human lives. So, never mind. I take that. I don't want
0: to talk about that. (laughs) I'm willing to talk about mental health (laughs) and I'm willing to talk about another person that I don't know that is knitting out of the vagina. I'm willing to talk about uh, Alex Cooper. Mm -hmm. But uh, getting back to what you uh, so alarmingly, Mm -hmm. pulled out of me is the fact that I don't want anybody to think that I'm making fun of Kanye.
1: I don't think you are making fun of Kanye. I was just surprised you even brought it up because I'm saying, I know that you are really hesitant to talk.
0: I will not make fun of him. Like, that's why you
1: haven't even really been answering me when it comes to... I brought up Britney Spears on two separate episodes. I'll talk.
0: What do you want to say about Britney?
1: No, but I know you've said before, and maybe... You don't want me saying this, but the reason why you don't necessarily want to give an opinion is because there's when you're dealing with mental health, there's a lot going on in the background or personally that people don't know in order to make judgment calls and what's best for someone. You've said that, right? I do say that. Yeah, so it's hard to even have an opinion about what's going on with Britney when you don't know the backstory and also what's going on with her and you're not in therapy with her and all that other stuff.
0: I do have an opinion and the opinion is that we don't know. Mm -hmm. And that is the opinion. And and everybody, including us right now, are involved in something that we really don't know about. But here's what I will say. The Mm -hmm. struggle is real. Mm -hmm. We, and you and me, go through it each and every day. I know Kanye's going through it each and every day. But that doesn't mean, and I'm not making fun of Kanye or things that I see. I'm not making fun. I'm talking about the actual situation of a guy, for whatever reason whether it's mental health whether it's artistic reasons that he doesn't want to leave the vibe of the building but he didn't change his clothes but that could be an artistic choice too this is a this is the the fluffy jacket and pants that I wore for this album release and I'm just right in the groove and You know, aside from being, um, uh, having mental health problems, Mm -hmm. I'm also, and this could be a mental health problem, I also believe in, you know, I'm incredibly superstitious. Mm -hmm. So this could be superstition. You know, that's what he wore. He thinks that event, from what I read, that event was huge. And did Alex, your husband, think it was good?
1: He loved it. Yeah. He's so been re-listening. I guess you could re-listen to it. I don't know. I didn't listen, Um,
0: but I don't listen. Would I have heard about the but album? He
1: loves it. He, lo- he thinks Kanye is a musical genius. I
0: do, too. Yeah. I do, too. And what I did hear is I heard the reviews of the people that were listening and mm-hmm. at the party that it was off the hook. It was just amazing. So maybe Kanye felt, let's take mental health aside. Mm-hmm. As an artist, he felt like, oh, I'm in my, this is the spot. This is the spot. Everything went good here. I don't want to change my pants. I don't want to change my jacket. I don't want to change my location. I just have to stay here. There's an old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. He's there. The vibe is good, and he's staying there. And then I'm commenting on the fact that whatever he's working on artistically, Mm -hmm. the world goes on around him. And that juxtaposition of being in that building – continuously in the same outfit that he was wearing and wandering amongst people who are at a different event a week later who know nothing about that listening party Mm -hmm. is kind of funny.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree it's funny.
0: Even if he has a good reason for doing it. Yeah. Uh. We have, uh, I wanna also talk about uh, guests. Uh, we got no. we get uh, for those that don't know we have uh, we have um, <laughs> Caroline our producer here is uh, you know kind of stirs us along and we look at a screen right now you know we do have a guest coming up and and uh, she highlighted one of the funniest guy yellow. one of the funniest guys I, I've watched him on on his specials and and whatnot and she said he's about ready to enter and then she so I was about to talk about him, and then she wrote, Not yet. <laughs> and then she wrote, Keep talking. So I'm just reading all the things. If he doesn't come through clearly, this is, I'm reading as she's typing. This is a, me- why don't you why just don't say it just to talk me? Talk to us. Talk to me. <laughs>
2: I'm just giving you little notes on the
1: side.
2: <laughs> no, these
0: are long notes that's, that we have to stop talking to read the notes, and your typing speed is not huge.
1: And I don't You're really understand because it we, was we, saying that they were coming on, and she yeah. highlighted in yellow, and then she erased the yellow and highlighted
0: in Our guest it in is not red. here yet. We're ready to so,
1: go for
2: him. Right. We're just waiting on him.
0: So then you're not – can I just say something? If you're ready with the guest and you have everything ready except the guest, you're not ready. <laughs> Perfect. If you have the guest here and it even, like, doesn't sound great or whatever, we could talk about the sound or whatever. She just, she just
1: changed it back to yellow. <laughs> what
0: is that even? And you know what? This is I talk about this in my act. She changes – She there was a yellow – highlight over (laughs) our guest is coming on now Mm -hmm. and then she changed the yellow highlight to red Mm -hmm. for a minute and these are obviously signals and I always tell people that if you have a signal that you have that is supposed to mean something you have to tell another person at least one other person what that signal means
1: and usually it shouldn't be color signals if it's for someone with who's colorblind.
0: Two people that are colorblind.
1: Two people that are
0: colorblind. <laughs> but that's like having yeah. one walkie-talkie. You have a signal. Yeah. What does yellow mean, Caroline? Just so we know.
2: Yellow means almost there. If I put in green, that means we're good to go.
0: You know that green and <laughs> red are the two colors that I can't see.
2: Okay, great. <laughs> no, you have more than that. Green and red are mine. Oh, we've got our guests.
0: You can't. You can't. You can't take ownership of of a problem. That's mine. <laughs> That's, That's my colorblindness.
1: Oh look, it's green now. He's here. I could see these colors.
0: You, oh wow, great! She can see green. She could see yellow. We have a guest here. This is a very funny guy. And
1: now all the notes. So how start.
0: do we how do we see them? So this is our first virtual guest. Oh, there he is. There he is. Can he see us? Can you hear us, Nate? No. No. But he's here.
1: <laughs> and that's all. And that we matters. are ready.
0: He is here. He is staring at a camera. We can see him.
1: You look great. But by this the is way.
0: it. A lot of podcasts will have somebody on that they want to talk to. This is just somebody to look at. Sometimes I love Audible, and I'll tell you why. Because I love books, and at night uh, I can't read because I, I want to. Uh, I don't want to put on my glasses. I want to just lie in bed, put in some. Uh, Earpods and just listen to a good book until I doze off into dreamland. So that's what I do.
1: I love it for a different reason. I am a busy, busy mom who is always on her feet. I'm running around, usually like cooking, cooking meals all the time or cleaning dishes all the time or doing laundry and folding all the time. So I can't really. You're nothing like your mother. (laughs) So I can't really stop and sit and read a book, but I can pop in those AirPods or whatever or headsets and listen to a book on Audible. That is why I love it.
0: Have you ever listened to us on Audible? You can listen to this podcast on Audible. Okay. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from the bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, businesses, motivation, and uh, more like original entertainment from top celebrity creators like us <laughs> and uh, thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts <laughs> like us. Mm-hmm. Like Howie Mandel does stuff, which is written right there before you started reading the ad and asked the question. (laughs) We should read it and then ask questions.
1: I didn't need to read it. I knew I loved it. I use it all the time. Plus, Audible helps people stay connected and informed. And the new Plus Catalog makes Audible membership so much more valuable and gives all members a chance to listen to and discover new favorites and new formats. So visit audible.com slash Howie or text Howie to five zero zero five zero zero. That's audible.com slash Howie or text Howie to five zero zero slash five zero zero. Right.
0: And now back to our show. Nate Bargatze. Yes. Can you hear? Me? Yes. Wow. The excitement and the thrill of just being on. You're you're a really funny guy. I don't think we've ever met. Have we met in person?
5: No, we have not. Uh, but yeah, a huge fan. And then uh, yeah, I remember watching your old special. Uh, like First Started is always when you get first started, you start you start just taking everything in and watching everybody's specials. So I'm a, a big fan. Thank you. But, 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 but
0: absolutely no influence because I've watched your specials and <laughs> nothing I watch, isn't it? But you're, and it. you're incredibly funny. I think I saw um a half hour on netflix and then you did was there a comedy central special that i also watched there was one on comedy yeah. you've had a couple right yeah, and you have yeah, one but, uh, right now don't you
5: yeah so i have a half hour on netflix then two hours on netflix uh uh the one that came out now uh the greatest average american and then i have an hour on comedy central that aired the same night of the mayweather pacquiao fight so no one watched it uh
0: you're right. Nobody watched the fight. And people were going, why <laughs> did nobody watch the fight? And that's because Nate had a yeah. special simultaneously. So for you fight fans, this is bigger than that. And you have a, also, you have a podcast.
5: Yeah, the Nate Land podcast. Yep.
0: How long so, have you been doing uh, that?
5: Uh, a year. We just did, did a year. We started it during COVID. Uh, you know, it was like, you saw, I'm on the road a lot. And then with COVID, it just all kind of stopped. So I just was like, all right, you know, trying to stay funny. I think being funny is a muscle. uh, And you got to kind of, it can go away if you don't stay on top of it.
0: Right. Hard-ons are like that. Yeah, I think it's the a muscle thing. and it can go away if you don't stay on top of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah it's the same Did it, I
1: mean. Wasn't it hard, though, because I always hear my dad saying he was saying the same thing It was the hardest thing for him not to do comedy during COVID because he couldn't go and do his stand up. And that's one of the reasons why we started the podcast as well. But it must have been hard because you're trying to stay funny. You don't have an audience to gauge whether or not like you, you can't hear if they're laughing, if they're not laughing. It's just always silence. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Just, With a podcast. It's, just like, it's like going back to the days when you started. There was always <laughs> silence. Always
0: silence. Where Where are you based? Are you based in L.A.? I'm
5: in Nashville now. Oh. I was in, uh, I lived in New York for a long time, uh, basically where I learned kind of how to do comedy. I was there for like nine years. L.A. for a couple years, and then I've been back. I'm from Nashville, and I've been back here for about five years.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. I think a lot of people are based out there. Our buddy Theo Vaughn now moved out there and uh
5: steve byrne uh josh wolf
0: wow they're all there how is how's covid over there
5: I mean, we didn't. It's the first time hearing
0: about it right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. sorry. It's and
1: a. We're sitting here with an air what purifier and in? a mask.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, so what's wrong? What happened to her? Why does she have a mask on? Yeah.
0: She just doesn't love her lips.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. No,
0: that's actually a brand new mask that was knitted for her by a girl she met named Miss Jensen. Oh, awesome. We won't go into where she got that mask, but I don't think you should have it near your mouth.
1: It's, it smells a little weird.
0: <laughs> we were just talking about, it. have you ever seen that woman that uh, knits with uh, wool in her vagina? She puts the ball of wool in her vagina and then she can knit through. Uh, the... I,
5: don't, I don't think I've made it that far down the internet yet.
0: Why do you uh, assume that's the internet? That could be just somebody lives oh, downstairs. For... <laughs> live <channel? Yeah. laughs> it's it's yeah. an installation, no pun intended. Yeah. It is. <laughs>
5: I would love it if that sell tickets
0: to that. Yeah? <laughs> so she what? she get her
5: Start? you know?
0: <laughs> well, she started... How did she start?
1: We talked about it. She liked knitting. She had a cat. I don't want... We're making this up. But we think she had a cat, and the cat kept, like, playing with the yarn. So in order to hide the yarn, she put it in her vagina so the cat couldn't get the yarn while she was knitting.
5: She is, all right, all right. All right. No furniture or nothing? No, like, she didn't have...
0: Why? Why go for an end table when you have a a drawer right there at your beckoning call? Yeah. Right. That's true. We don't understand Nate and I. You and I wouldn't understand because we don't have vaginas. How handy they are! I think we understand, but we don't know firsthand. We
5: don't. Get, we don't truly really get it.
0: We don't. So, what's next for you, Nate? How, what year did you start? Uh, Two
5: thousand three, January of '03. Wow, so Chicago. I moved to Chicago first. Was there for a couple of years, and then uh, then moved to New York. Started at the Boston Comedy Club. Uh, you know, like you're confusing
0: me. You you moved to Chicago and started the Boston Comedy Club? No,
5: that was a quick one. So I moved to Chicago first for two years, and just at the very beginning, that's where I started, and uh, and then I moved to New York. And then that's when I when I moved to New York. there's There was a club there called Boston Comedy Club in New York City. I don't know why. It was owned by like Barry Katz.
0: Oh, I know and, Barry. Uh,
5: yeah. And so he used to own it. And then so they started that club. And so then I started there where I would, you know, when you first started, you'd hand out flyers and try to get people into shows. And, and that's how you'd get on stage. Uh,
0: so you had to bring your own audience.
5: Basically. Yeah. I mean, you would, well, you were trying to get people in for the whole show. They have those too, those bringers where you have to, then you are the, you're exactly the only reason you get to perform is you, is how many people you can bring to pay to go to the show. And have you been traveling
0: now during COVID and doing sets?
5: Yeah, I have now, but we did during the heat of COVID. uh, I, we, I was just home. So everything kind of went Everything was done. But I did a bunch of drive-in movie theaters.
0: I couldn't do that. I saw that where the people are sitting in their car and instead of laughter, you got honks. Oh,
5: yeah.
1: Dad, everyone yeah, is was... out except for us. You don't realize that. Everyone, everyone's out doing stuff now.
0: Did you like that? The, uh, performing in front of cars?
1: Uh,
5: Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal, but it was a, you know, I kind of looked at it as you're going to get this experience to, you know, I might as well go see what it's like. You know, I don't want to, when COVID's long gone, I thought, well, i you know, I worked, I shot a special during it. It's like, so it's like, you did something. I feel like it was like, all right, I hit the sites. I saw, you know, we were on a tour bus. We weren't doing any, we were just out parked on our bus, kind of contained together. You're when you say we, who
0: is we? Who were you with?
5: I had uh, the uh, tour manager, uh, op- a couple openers, and we had a guy filming stuff with us. So just us all together.
0: Is that the uh, special?
5: No, 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 no. And that was just like stuff added. That's just stuff that we just posted to YouTube and stuff like that.
0: Well, that's fantastic. kind to of captured all. I didn't leave my room. Either did she. I didn't see my own daughter for over a year. You've done so much more. What is the uh, world like, Nate?
5: <laughs> let me tell you, guys. It's, it's wild out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, we all breathe out of our ears now. So that's tough.
0: <laughs> did you get but vaccinated? He, he, Are yeah. you vaccinated?
5: Yeah, I am. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which one did uh, you get? Pfizer. Yeah. Did you have any hesitancy about getting it? Were you afraid? Uh,
5: I no. was. Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I'm kind of jam whatever you want in there. Uh, uh, it's. It's. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Think, I never got COVID. So, and uh, I was around it. Uh, I was around some people that had it. My wife got it, and I just never got it.
0: Your uh, wife got COVID, and you didn't catch it. Yeah. That's kind of interesting.
1: What type of blood, what blood type do you have?
5: Oh, I don't know.
0: I'm I don't know asked. what I have. Because
1: they say if you have O blood type, you don't get it. They say. they say.
0: Nobody with O blood no. type has gotten COVID.
1: No. No.
0: Oh, no. Um,
5: I might have O. Yeah. Do you have you kids?
0: Might...
5: I have a nine-year-old daughter.
0: Did, and she didn't get it?
5: No. She didn't get it either.
0: What, so um, how did you do that? Did the wife stay totally... Isolated or it just and wasn't. Her.
5: She lives somewhere oh. else now. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. he Is came it... home with it. I said, well, you better get on out of here. And then, like, we ran her off with a broom, you know? Wow. She... Yeah. Yeah. So
0: are you, are you responsible for uh, child support? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have to do all no. No, uh, no, truthfully, she, uh, we were, she, Thought she had it. She tested positive And we did sleep in separate rooms when she was kind of like nervous about like, all right, maybe I have it. Maybe I don't. We didn't know. she tested negative and then tested positive like two days later. And then, uh, but we slept in separate. We just slept just to be safe. We slept in separate rooms and she wore a mask around the house and, you know, uh, it just never got. And there. then
0: did it get bad for her? How did she?
5: Never too bad. No, she did stuff still, you know, like, like a mild feeling of it. Like maybe a little bit of a head cold, but nothing.
0: Well, that's good to hear. Well, stay healthy, buddy. So tell me about your process, you know? So what do you do? Do you sit around and write during the day? Do you take time out to write? Do you just go up with a blank slate and try to figure out in front of an audience? What do you do?
5: Uh, I, uh, I've I've never sat down and and wrote, like uh, never like put time aside and like do that. I've tried it. I don't know if it works. It's hard, I think, to write. I was just talking – I've been talking about this with someone about, like, when you write word for word, you tend to, like, make stuff funnier than you can even actually say. It's, like, weird. You know, it doesn't feel conversational. Right. Because you're kind of – because you're writing. Right. And so you can – you, like, start putting in a lot of jokes, and then you're, like – when you say them, you're, like, yeah, no one talks like that. Like, it right. doesn't – and so you No uh, so Seinfeld,
0: I, I think si- somebody like Seinfeld sits down and writes verbatim how he's going to say it. And I think that uh, Dennis Miller used to do that. I used to be on the road with Dennis Miller years and years ago and he would verbatim and then I wouldn't be able to just even memorize verbatim what I wrote.
5: Did you have a you had a structure, though, right? Like, did you kind of knew what you were getting to and then just have like what the crowds going to lead you in ways.
0: Um, I always end up in a different direction than I believe that I'm going to be, but I do have a, like always a, um, a starting point that is kind of funny yeah. and things that I want to talk about, but I need that audience. I can't sit in a quiet room. Well, I, I have been doing that as, as Jackie said here for a year and, uh, I drove my wife cr- crazy going, is this funny? And you can't tell yeah. without an audience. So do you go up on clubs and and just try to work it out or you use yeah. paid gigs? I-
5: I do, uh, I, I now, I mean, I do the road. I mean, I think you write, I write better on the road than I did ever. When I was in New York, I was in New York for like nine years. So that, that's where I was going up every night, uh, 10 to 15 minute spots, just bouncing around the city. The mo- I did seven shows, was the most shows I did one night in New York. And then you would just- Seven do-
0: shows in one night?
5: I did it once. It wasn't, it was too much. It was like where you can't, you know, you- I don't know if you've done, we've done a lot of shows in a row where you can't, you're like, have I told this joke before?
0: Right. Well, I have that problem even with two, you know, when I have two shows, I don't know whether I, because I don't have an order per se. So I don't know if I told that joke in the previous show or earlier in this show.
1: You have have that problem on the podcast.
0: No, no, I don't.
1: Not with jokes, but you've said the same thing and we've had to stop and be like, you just talked about that last time.
0: No, it never happens. No. Anyway, Nate, where, where, <laughs> Nate, where are you, uh, based now? Yeah,
5: yeah, there you go. The same See moves. what
0: I did there? Yeah, See I what I, it. yeah, there you go. I got it. Uh, do you, t- do you take, so you're right on the road? Do you have a, you, you've just dropped that last, uh, you know, special. So are, do you, are, when you go out now, are you doing all new material? Are you trying to do? I, or uh, you-
5: yeah, it's, uh, it's all new, uh. This is the first time I'm not like doing, you know, I tend to like, once the special tapes, you kind of start trying to figure out new material and you have basically until it airs. So we taped in October and aired in March. So you have like those months to at least see how far you can get with new, which I mean with COVID, I wasn't touring anyway. So it was a little bit different. Right. But normally you would be like, all right, tape in October, you got to March to try to get. 40 30 40 minutes new and then maybe I can still close with some old old stuff if I have to and uh and so that's what I'll tend to do until I can eventually get all the uh you know old stuff out
0: I always contend and, that well our job is so much harder than musicians because uh, because a, a music person will be on the road and you're pissed off if they don't play their hits and then uh, the comedians will be on the road and they're pissed off if they hear the same joke you know heard that it's,
5: it's, it's insane. They I mean, can you imagine just playing one hit? You get you, you get one hit and you can just tour for the rest of your life.
0: Well, not only that, I talk about the fact of even the writing. Even the writing is so different what you can get away with as a uh, music writer as opposed to a comedy writer. Like uh, I talk about how even the Beatles, you know, wrote Hey Jude, one of the best songs, but a big part of it and it was written down was na 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 that can't really be part of a routine.
1: <laughs> try it. You should try it. I was uh, <laughs> two guys
0: walk into a bar and then nah, na 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 na. You know what happened? Yeah. For a long time. <laughs> For a long time. <laughs> yeah. So when you travel, you take your wife uh, when she's healthy and your daughter. Or...
5: When they they come out, some like we uh, we have a once we we kind of started doing theaters, so we got tour bus and. Uh, so they will come out with me on some of some of them some of them you know they always tend to choose my wife we just went to vegas my wife did uh, came to vegas so she doesn't come to you know all the cities she's like not coming to wichita right same uh, as
0: mine they want the good shopping and restaurants yeah. yes yeah. which are few and far between because most of the gigs are in between a good place and another good place no. do you have a nightmare story about uh, doing stand-up what's the worst gig or weirdest gig that you uh, ever?
5: You know I mean? One I talked about in my special, I did a corporate gig and the whole audience didn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and do you find that a barrier?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, it. Was you know, when we first started and I was in New York, you would do shows at, uh, it's Broadway Comedy Club. It was the improv, but it wasn't the improv that was the other, you know, the original yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, we, we remember we'd do shows and there'd be, sometimes you'd be on stage and you're not really, like, getting laughs. And, you you know, after you've done comedy for a while, you're like, I know these jokes are funny. Like, I, I do the same jokes every night. Like, I know they should be working. Right. And then you then look at the audience and you're like, where, where is everybody from? It's like a whole group from uh, China or something. It's like an Asian. Yeah. <laughs> none of them speak English. But they just want the experience of a comedy club. So they're <laughs> like, you're like, does anybody speak English? And they're like, no. And you're like, okay. <laughs>
0: Well, I had that. I had that same thing with. I was uh, when I was starting out my career. I was Diana Ross's opening act, and oh. uh, the room got sold out at Caesar's Palace. And the room got sold out to I, I think it was Sony Japan or whatever. It was the full room. There wasn't one American in the room, and I was the opening act, and it was hellish. But you know what? Silence is golden. I know they say <laughs> that, but it wasn't. It wasn't really golden for me until I went, <laughs> lady. <laughs> Did what? I don't do
5: that much anymore. Like that—that that was a big thing, right? Where you would open for music acts.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was big for me. That was kind of exciting. Um, I had no act per se, and I did. Uh, do you remember the Merv Griffin show? Yeah. I did the Merv Griffin show, and uh, I got a call from Gene Simmons of Kiss at their height, you know. And I thought, oh my god, he said he goes, I watched you on on Merv Griffin and I'd like you to open up for my girlfriend. And I go, oh, okay, who's your girlfriend? And at that time, he was living with Diana Ross, and that was his girlfriend, he hired me. And every night, the audience hated me, they didn't wanna see me, they didn't come there to see, I was unknown, I was an idiot um the the lights would go down the crowd would roar they go ladies and gentlemen caesar's palace is proud to present an evening of diana ross and there'd be like this wall of sound and if you listened really closely or you were my mom you could hear but first enjoy howie mandel and i would just walk out to just uh disappointment a room of disappointment (laughs) but you learn it makes you stronger you don't Uh, use that muscle it goes away
5: that makes you so much stronger, like dealing with uh, that science. That's what I always thought with New York while we were so, while I, I liked a lot of comics in New York, and I think New York produces a lot of great comics, is because you're performing regularly in front of four to six people.
0: You know, that's I mean, my favorite thing. I still do that now. So I've been writing, uh, trying to prepare for a set that I got to do uh, later on in in a couple of months. And this is my first time out. And I, what I do is I'm just finding places where I'm comfortable to be, which is a lot more. I put up a lot more walls than than most people. So the other night I performed. There was a little tiny room. There's, a, you know, uh, Flappers Comedy Club here in town, but they have. It's called the YooHoo Room, and it was a little room. I said I, mean, I want to do two sets in one night at least, and not leave the building. So there were seven people sitting <laughs> in this YooHoo Room, which. At capacity probably holds forty, but it wasn't capacity. It was like six. But yeah. to me, those are my favorite moments because if I can get even a smile in that room, I know that it works.
5: It becomes so much easier when you get in front of a big room.
0: Yeah, it's probably not yeah. even good. I'm it's just
5: i <laughs> in that You-hoo room in front of. You. I mean, they're close too. It feels like you're like in the room, y'all in the studio, y'all are in. Like you're. You're all just next to each other. You're barely on a stage. You're barely above them, so there's no...
0: Well, not only that, I I did my first uh, bit, and the woman sitting there goes, I don't get it. I go, well, thank you. I don't usually get that kind of feedback from an audience. Like, it just could go over somebody's head, but usually silently. But then I spent the next 10 minutes explaining, and she went, oh, that's funny. So I knew... (laughs) But so I knew it was like I never did that again, but it was, it, it is. Uh, you've played that room?
5: I have played that room, yeah. I remember, when, so there's a room in New York called the uh, Village Lantern. It was kind of by the comedy cellar, kind of right, you know, McDougal area. And uh, we, that we had, they had a room like that. And so when you would start shows, when you're first starting, you, you would just say, we'd get two, you basically would trick two people to go down there and sit, or four. <laughs> And then you'd be like, all right, someone's got to go on stage so these people don't leave, and let's try to get more people down there. You're just trying to create a show, right? And sometimes I would go on. And One time there's these two couples sitting in the front row, so I go up, and I'm just, you know, and I have just this energy the whole time, and so it's I'm just sitting there trying to talk to them, and then the two girls just stand up and take a picture with me. I mean, it's as if we're <laughs> in a wax museum. Like, you know, no one knows me. It's not like they're doing it because I'm famous. They're doing it just like, I don't know, who could, this is is good for my Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, and so they they just sit there and they just took took a picture and they sat back down. And I mean, no one really talked about it. No one, you know, bathroom, if you had to go, people would have to walk behind you on stage to go to the bathroom. I had that, when
0: I started out, there was a club in Montreal on on Crescent Street before there was even a Yuck Yucks there. I started a, a club named Yuck Yucks in, in Toronto yeah. and they had the bathroom behind. So when I would, you know, and I'd get scared. I didn't know that at the beginning. So I'd be doing my act and then somebody would start walking toward me and toward me. And now they're stepping on the stage and I'd go, fuck, what, what is going on? And then he'd walk past me. And then they told me I didn't know the bathroom was behind me. And then I'd be doing it. And then right on the punchline, you could hear the flush, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but we, as, as comedians have worked in like weird, only comedians get asked to, uh, be in these predicaments that are just unbelievable, but they give us great stories, don't they?
5: Oh yeah. I mean, I remember opening for, uh, my buddy, uh, a comic, Kurt Metzger, uh, very fun comic. And, uh, a long time ago in New York and that was a it was a party a house party for like New Year's Eve when we drove out there and it's just like in a ladies it's in this dude's or their living room and their kids are just running by you. <laughs> it's like it they didn't really say like, hey, we're doing a proper show. Like everybody thinks comedy is gonna fit everywhere. Like they think, yeah, just get a comedian. And you're like in half the time you're like, this is not gonna go good. And so you go up <laughs> And, I mean, I just – I mean, you you don't even know I'm doing comedy. If you walked in the party, it would take you a minute to realize the show is even happening. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm just – and then Kirk uh, goes up, and he just starts – and he does good because he just starts trashing them. That's what they wanted. You know, like half the time they just want you to come in and roast them or something.
0: I got asked once – I got – I was already on TV. I was already in a show called "Saying Elsewhere, and I got a call through the comedy store, and they said, would you do a house party? And I said, I really don't want to do a house party. And then they called me back about a half hour later, and they said, there's got to be a price that you would do a house party for. And I said, "Uh, yeah, there is a price. And I gave them this crazy figure. They called me back a half hour later. They said, okay. I said, really? And uh, then I got scared, so I said, well, it's got to be all cash now before I go. And they call me back a half hour later, and they go that somebody just dropped off the cash. So I go over there, and I go okay. And then it it was like Saturday night up in Benedict Canyon, and in here in L.A., you know, we have all these winding little canyons that go up into the dark. And I said to my wife, "I'm I'm doing a house party. Do you want to go?" She goes, "No." So I drove up myself, and as I'm driving, I'm getting scared. Like this is some fucking. I'm gonna get kidnapped. This is weird. And w- when I got up. In, into the dark, up into the canyon, there was a, a scantily clad woman waving me down. Like, it looked like somebody who was a victim of something, like somebody had taken part of her clothing away. And she said, are you Howie Mandela? And I go, yeah. She goes, okay, here's the party. I'll take your car. Go through the hedges. They don't know you're here. You're a surprise. So I get out of the car. It's already weird. I climb through these hedges, and you could hear maybe... 15 people, like not a big crowd, but 15 people having a party in the house. Some other girl, scantily clad girl, leads me into a bathroom and I'm standing and they go, you'll be here until somebody goes, ladies and gentlemen, Howie Mandel. And I'm standing there and at this time in my career, I used a lot of props. So I'm taking out my props and my little toys and I'm standing in the toilet and I hear in the other, and then finally I hear, ladies and gentlemen, Howie Mandel, and I walk through the door and there's 10 people in this house. Uh, maybe six guys and four women. Nobody has a stitch of clothing on. They are sucking and fucking and they're in weird positions and everything. And I, I just look and I thought I, this, I'm being pranked. And I look <laughs> and some guy who's being blown is going, go, go, start, start, start. And I go, start, he goes, You're act. So now I go hey everybody and I'm I'm standing there <laughs> while everybody is sucking and fucking and there's fluid being sprayed everywhere and I do like 50 minutes and I go good night I go back through the bathroom and I leave and it was this guy's bachelor party here's here's what happened a week later I'm walking in a mall and some lady comes up to me and goes, "Are you Howie Mandel?" And he said, "Yeah." And he and uh, she goes, "Oh, my husband says you performed at so and so's bachelor party last night. That you were, the, or last week, you were the entertainment." And I look behind her, and about a hundred yards behind her, he's going, "Don't say anything! Don't say anything!" <laughs> and I was just hired so that these people can go back and tell their wives when they go, "What was the show? Oh, we had Howie Mandel," mm-hmm. you know. And I was just a
1: uh, cover-up.
0: I'm a cover. cover up. But yes. that was like the weirdest show. I got a couple of standing ovations, but not from people.
1: Yeah, besides that,
5: yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like a show that you wanna go, you're like, well, just tell me that and let me take the money and don't make me go. Like, yeah. you know, I'll go along. Right. Like, just, I'll show you and show, you know, like, just give me a heads up.
0: No, mm-hmm. no pun intended.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, no, I, but these are the kind of things like you were talking about that kind of give us great stories and... and
5: uh, I mean, no one would be ever put in that situation.
0: Only a so, comic.
5: Yeah, look, we're the only ones that because we need people. Our profession needs people. We need other people to watch us. It's not like me, like you said, music. You can just go play in a room alone. Like you see, you know, they get hired at some coffee shop and no one's paying attention. You're like, yeah, does? I mean, it's like practice for you. You just you play at home alone. So what's the difference? But we need an audience. So if you can, if you tell us that an audience is going to be there, we will take the risk.
0: But they also but that audience Do you do a lot of corporate. Do you do any corporate? Yeah, that's always a little tough. I like it, but it's a little tough because they treat a comic in in a different way than they would treat a musician or any because they'll go, okay, we hired you because we love you. I saw your special, but don't do don't do anything about uh, sex or uh, politics. Don't do this. And you know what would be great? If you mention our CEO, Steve, and how bad a golfer he is, that's going to go great. And, you know, you open, you listen to them because they're paying you big money. And they go, and you go, you know, Steve, the shitty golfer, Steve. And then you look at Steve in the audience going, what the fuck are you talking about? What (laughs) the fuck? And and then they're angry and the show doesn't go anywhere. But they give you input like you would never give, if you hired a musician, you would go, don't use any C sharps. I don't want any (laughs) of those notes in my song. Don't you use your hit? I mean, corporate is tough.
5: Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, uh, that's, but that one when no one spoke English that I had was a corporate. And it was like that, the person that booked it was a big fan. And he just thinks, well, because sometimes they will think, like, well, I know who you are and I'm a big fan. So I'm sure everybody does.
0: Wait, I did a corporate job where nobody spoke English. Was it in Florida? Yeah, yeah. Was it the Grocers Association?
5: Uh, no. It was, uh, I forget what, it was in Tampa.
0: Well, because I did one in Florida and they said it was like the United Grocers Association. What this was is they have this uh, grocery show where, where people from off, uh, offshore, so the Caribbean and all that, this is where they come, anybody that owns like a mom and pop store, mm-hmm. this is where they come and buy their prod- produce and this is where they get their stock. So they come to Florida once a year and they had this convention, but nobody spoke English, but there was always somebody at the table that spoke English. So I would do my routine or my joke. And instead of where the laugh would go, then you would hear somebody in English repeating it in another language, a translator. And then there would be a little bit of a giggle (laughs) 30 seconds later. It's funny that we both had that experience in Florida.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have I I didn't ever I didn't ever adapt like you did and just they just I watch people walk and leave.
0: No, you are uh, assuming I adapted. I didn't ad- I didn't say yeah. I adapt. <laughs> what what made you think that that went well for me?
5: Yeah, well it did sound good. That's true. That's true. You got to sit and wait. Uh No. Is so like when you shot your <clears throat> when you shot your special so like that act when you had it like you had that prepared like like you you would have an act like you know what you were going to do.
0: Yeah, always. But here's the thing. When I go on, I will have a a loose plan. You know, I know what I'm going to open with. I know what my closing is. After I've been doing it for 45 years now, so I have a plethora of material. But what I look for now is to be taken off that path. Something to happen in the room in the minute. One of my favorite specials I did, I've done a bunch, but one of my favorite specials I did was one that was called Howie But I... Years ago in Valley Forge, they had a theater in the round, you know, just like the Have you played Westbury?
5: No, I've done Phoenix, the one at Phoenix. Phoenix so. is good too.
0: Yeah. yeah. So they had theater in the round and in the middle of my act and, and I was shooting the special, a woman got up and went to the bathroom and I saw her get up and, you know, and she was making more of a commotion than needed to be made, but she did that. And then when she left the room, I asked the people around there, they go, she's, you know, She went to the bathroom. So what I did is I took everybody that she was with and everybody around her, and I spent the next five minutes taking them and moving them all around the room and just, and I told the audience, no matter what, you know, don't let her know that Mm -hmm. I did this. And the rest, it was probably a half hour's worth of, I mean, it's cut into five minutes in the special, but for the next half hour, you see that woman come back, it's in the round, come down the aisle, and she looks down the aisle to where she thought she was, where she w- actually was, and she doesn't see any familiar face. She looks at her ticket, and you see her turn around and go back up the aisle. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds later, you see her come down another aisle, because in the, in the round. And she spent yeah. the next 20 minutes coming down every aisle just looking <laughs> for a familiar face. And to me, it wasn't my material, but that's the funniest part. I love when shit happens.
5: That's the. That, I, I'm a big fan of that, too. And that's the... That, yeah yeah I, I do remember seeing that like that that's the, the funny that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. like just the idea it was real and it's it, not me. I, it's I that's my favorite like I talk about uh some pranks like on my special like I'm not a good I don't like pranks if I'm like on the spot like if or if I have to like lie to you and talk, but I like setting something up and then if I can walk away and just know that it's happening. Uh like on my... uh So you don't want to special. be in
0: the room when the shit hits the fan?
5: I don't, know, But you would like to apart. turn
0: on the fan and take the shit and walk out?
5: Yes, yes. I like to know that it's about to happen. So my buddy, Nick Novicki, uh, I show him in my special. He's a little person. And we've been, we started together and uh we, we started in New York together. He's been out in LA for a long time now. And so he's very gullible and he believes, and I talk about it in my special, like he just believes anything. And I mean, I've just lied to him for ever like in uh, uh in the special i talk about like he was at a coffee shop in uh la and he see some guy had a big husky dog and he was like he just asked me he's like you think that's a wolf and i just thought i was like yes i do uh and, I said, <laughs> and then i know that he will then go talk to like he'll talk to anybody so he's like i'm gonna go ask him I'm like yeah dude absolutely and then he just goes over and asks this guy who had just a regular dog Right. You can't have a wolf in a coffee shop. So like, there's stuff like that on the. How do you know you that have, rule? Huh?
0: How do you know that rule?
5: That you can't have a coffee a wolf in a coffee shop. Yeah. A, it feels like you can't. Okay. It, I have no idea if it's a, a a state law. It might be state by state. You're you right. Know? Uh, but he's like in then the special. I told him I didn't know who Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding were. We got it on the bus. Right. Like, and we had footage of it because I had the buddy filming and we show it in the special. Cause we show it, I, what I liked about it was we showed, uh, I told him on my special that I know who they are. I had him convinced for a month that I've never heard of Nancy Kerrigan and Tonya Harding, And he was blown. Like, he's like, how do you not know who the bits and then anybody that we would come to, I would just say, Hey, this seems crazy. But if some reason Nancy Kerrigan and Tonya Harden get brought up, You've never heard of him. And so I
2: just,
5: <laughs> I'd have to get out first ahead of them, just to kind of just be like, just if it, if it brought up, just be like, no, I don't really know. I don't follow sports, whatever. Just uh, right, and then, I, and then I told him on the special that, of course, I know who they are.
0: <laughs> oh, so the, for years, not only you, but everybody you were in contact with didn't know. So didn't he, know. you got him to believe he was the only person that really was up on this whole Nancy Kerrigan thing.
5: He thought it was crazy. How could nobody know? <laughs> I mean, he's telling me, he goes, I, I was like, there's a 30 for 30. I go, they should do, uh, they should do a uh, 30 for 30 on it. He's like, they did. They did it. He's like, there's a movie. He just, and I'm like, oh, dude, no one's heard of him. It's because it's, it's a '90s reference. I'm like, no one even remembers the '90s, dude. Like, what are you talking? About?
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. Did you know that while you were do- while you were doing it, that it was something that you were going to let percolate till you did it on a special? No,
5: because so it was it was it was only a month because we were on the road only doing a month. those drive-ins. Only for a so month. It was a, so it was only a month, and so I did But even at that moment, I didn't think I didn't really think about it. But then I we got to the night of the special, and I'm like. He's still does, and I have, and I already had that wolf story with him. So yeah. he was opening for me on the special, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, and I've never been able to say the joke because he's always been with me, and uh, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reveal it on this special, and then we had, and I made, I told the guy filming, I was like, so film him, hearing that I of course know who they are, uh, and so when I told the joke, and then the end of the credits, we show him what like. His reaction to it, and then we show the the footage of when it first happened, like a month before, because we were filming. And uh, everybody kind of knows when if you're around me with Nick, like Nick doesn't, he'll just kind of zone out sometimes, and I'm just really good at knowing when he does. Like that's that's the pranks. I mean, if I can catch you kind of zoning out, then I'll just go with something. Uh, Another one I did was a buddy. We were staying in the same hotel. You know, when you first start, you got to, you get one room. So right. we're just in the we're in the room together, and he just goes, "Hey, is this lotion?" And it said conditioner. And, you know, and uh, I go, "Yeah, it's like conditioner for your skin." And then I just don't say anything. And then I walk in, and he's just rubbing conditioner <laughs> out of it, all over. And we had to leave. Like we had to go do radio. So he, I mean, he's just gross. It's greasy. <laughs> and then yeah. It's like stuff like that where you just like if you just catch, if someone's going to walk themselves into it, I will let them go in.
0: You'll it. open the door for them.
5: <laughs> I'll open the door.
0: That's You'll all I You'll open the do. door and then slam it behind them. The, I yeah. love that. My favorite thing, and we do pranks always on this show, and I'll do, a, yeah. I'll do one a little later. But that's my favorite thing because a joke for all intents and purposes, for the most part, is made up. You know, if somebody says two guys walk into a bar, they didn't. But I I love watching people's reaction to reality, and it makes it the most relatable. People think it's mean. I don't think it's mean because I don't think I've done anything that I wouldn't fall for. It's just the context and to watch humanity in real life. I mean, you're not making—this is your friend. You love your friend. He's a good guy. Why wouldn't he believe if, you know— it, it is incredulous that you have no idea who nancy care you're not he's not doing anything that i would make fun of him for yeah. and yeah. the fact that he is trusting is kind of a mm-hmm. an asset not a you know the fact that he trusts you i know people sometimes think pranks are mean i don't think they're mean i think we're just it's very having-
5: sweet like his trusting is like he's a sweet person so I would never do anything to make fun of him it's not like you're making fun of you're just no. like going like i'm just letting it happen. Yeah, I, I'm not my my whole act is all the dumb stuff I do. Uh, I talk about it. Uh, but we, you know, w- another one I had that was a big joke for me was a prank where I, my buddy Lewis, I took a bite of his burger and uh, wrapped it back up. We were at McDonald's. I took a bite of his burger, put it back on his table and I just sat there waiting, you know, and then when he came back and opened his burger, I just thought he'd be like, right, who took a bite of my burger? And I'd be like, I don't know, you know, and that'd <laughs> right. be the best the joke could do. But Lewis is the most trusting person alive. And he opens the burger and just immediately thinks it's the McDonald's workers that did it. <laughs> and then wants to go fight them. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> so I thought, this was an old joke I told the special, but it was like, so I'm sitting there and I like this joke is going, I couldn't imagine it to even get to this point. Like I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I have to get him to calm down. And then in the joke, I just explained, I'm like, do you, what's wrong with you? Like, do you really think you could beat up a guy that's so confident that he's just eating burgers and then sending them out to whoever Like, if that truly happened? You think you could just fight that guy? Like, you don't think that guy would be the greatest fighter of all time. You know? yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. You're a real funny guy. You're a real smart guy. You seem like a really good guy. I mean, it's hard to tell from a, just yeah, one podcast i mean you could be an you know, asshole what's going on around but, this screen right so like, but I, this part uh, this is great and i'm going to continue following you as a what, what what's next uh
5: just a big tour uh it's called the rain check tour and we're going out on it uh in september i oh, i see how you've
0: uh you got a safety net on a rain check tour <laughs> cuz if you cancel <laughs> well, any date day <laughs> <laughs> hey buddy yeah. it's the rain check tour
5: <laughs> Half these dates are uh you know ones that were we were supposed to already do Right. And so, uh, but we've added a bunch of more dates. And uh, so that starts in September. It's going to go hard. I mean, this is going to be the busiest time. I thought that like you are we're competing with everybody. Like, I mean, everybody's going out. It's Elton John to circus. Like we're all hitting cities.
0: People want to be out of their house. We're all. So you're going to be touring. I'll look for that. And the podcast drops every Wednesday, every Every Wednesday, Wednesday, wherever podcasts are available. Anything uh, else? Do you want to sell a t shirt?
5: No, no, I don't know. Uh, bag of air? No. Yeah. Bag of air.
0: We were talking about you know they're selling the bags of air from Kanye West listening party. It's up to oh, sixty thousand dollars now for a Ziploc bag of air. Wow. So I'm just saying Yeah. If That's you don't... See, look
5: at that prank. That's a prank. In the fact <laughs> that like you this dude's gonna get rich
1: off that. Or art.
0: We were deciding whether it's art or, or a prank or ridiculous. <laughs> yeah but anyway you're you're a good guy and uh come here anytime love yeah I would love
5: to come there and uh yeah meet and hang out in the room so I appreciate it man. yeah I'm a big, big truly a big fan
0: well I'm you know. now a, a new fan new big fan of yours you. and uh watching your stuff you're really funny you're a good guy your wife all healthy now
5: yeah yeah she's good yeah. okay
0: keep it you have one kid yeah. we just
5: have one kid we were kind of late to the game and uh we got it in under the wire so, uh, just, uh we we have an only child, nine years old. Well,
0: you have an she's only. Ch- oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Good luck, buddy. She's nine; it's still easy. I'm telling you. Yeah, I know she's I fourteen, know. It's cool. fifteen. It's hell, and then they they hate you for years, and then years later they come back and do a podcast with you.
5: I know. Well, but there's hope. I know. Right now, <laughs> I know I'm very lucky that she's still, you know, daddy's little girl, and then so I'm just waiting. Uh, yeah. Wait till so that look in her
0: eye, like you're dumber than a fucking rock. That'll happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, buddy. You're the best. You, all right. Thank Thanks for being on Nate. Bargazzi, right? Right. Yeah. That's how we say it. Bargatze. I was saying Bargates when I was loading. Do people say it wrong all the time?
5: Oh, uh, they say, yeah. I honestly think our family says it wrong. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, you're yeah. wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're right. <laughs>
5: wrong. I bet I'm wrong. I bet it's, I bet it's Bargatze cause it's Italian. And then our southern accent is just change it to Bargetsy. And so I, I don't even, you know.
0: Well, yeah, you really cleared even. that up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, look for Nate.
5: Look for Nate. That's uh, it.
0: Yeah. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. See you guys. Bye Thanks. bye. Bye. That was neat. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a really funny guy. Funny.
1: He likes he, pranks too.
0: He does like pranks. I love pranks. We're going to do a prank. We'll come back and do a prank right after this. What? We're back. <laughs> I was on the phone with my wife. What? 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 Go ahead. What's pelvic floor therapy? If
1: you want, my wife
0: <laughs> called, and uh, during the break, and I was talking to her, and I don't know what you're referring to. Go ahead. What are you referring to?
1: That we can prank call someone, and there's someone out there that does physical therapy that specializes in pelvic floor therapy. And feminine looking-
0: physical therapy, pelvic floor therapy. Femina. Femina. What? Femina. Feminine. Femina. Pelvic, well, that's n-
4: pelvic floor is the thing that Riley told us about where they do the massage from the inside of a woman's vagina. That's my
0: son, Alex, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> who is you know. very familiar with pelvic floor therapy. Yeah. Alex, you've always, whenever there is a pelvic floor therapy question in our family, who did we always turn to?
1: Alex. But Alex. isn't that yeah. the same thing as like a yoni egg?
0: What's a yoni egg?
1: A yoni egg. I've never
0: you heard of that. A, that. That's for strengthening. This
4: is like they do a whole physical therapy thing.
1: Oh, yoni eggs is where you stick an egg up your the JJ. I, this is like a whole theme, no, right? No, but now. tell me that. You stick it up there and then you hold it in the whole time. It's supposed to be exercising your kegel muscles or your kegel. I don't even know how to I do, do
0: I do kegel exercises. There's a yoni egg. Oh, They're yoni pretty. eggs.
1: They're really pretty. They're like. Sprinkling. Wait, those
0: go in you? Yes. And you put and it And you in.
1: hold it in there. <laughs> and they have different sizes and weights.
0: And, you and just Alex knew it.
1: about it. Alex knew about Didn't you hear? He knew about it.
0: Rose quartz yoni egg. Mm-hmm. And there's a list of love, self-love, compassion, forgiveness, romance, intimacy, and unconditional love. That all comes from holding They're this- made
1: of different crystals. And crystals have different properties. And so not only are you strengthening your muscles, which is really important, you're also getting the properties from the crystals. Mm. Not like I, I don't do it. Do you never realize done.
0: that we've started this uh, <laughs> podcast with you telling me about if, the girl if, that if you knits. go to
4: Venice? If Full you go circle. to Venice, there's a woman that uses them for vaginal weightlifting. She does it on the boardwalk.
1: <laughs> Who just laughed? Like that she
4: was Caroline. Uh, <laughs> surfboards and different weights. And what are everything. you talking about? They she attaches a string should. to it. And then is she just like holds it and there's, it's just so
0: strong that she can stand up and lift.
1: I've seen that. They should have that in AGT. They've never done that in AGT where you can lift something. I do
0: Kegel exercises and they say that if I, I, I don't do enough, but I'm trying to get a sick sack.
1: Well, okay. I'm
0: holding for the laugh. All right, so. Um,
1: let's do the pelvic floor therapy. Let's call I, them.
0: I don't know what to, I don't know what the funny is, but let's find out. I don't know a, either. Yeah.
1: Do you want to think of something ahead of time or you're just going to go?
0: I would always just go, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I don't. I didn't realize, uh, oh, I'm dialing it now. What do you want me to ask? What should we ask? You did it wrong. Did I? Yeah.
1: You did it wrong.
0: No. Mm-hmm.
1: Missed oh, an yeah. eight at the beginning. Okay.
0: Don't give away the thing, because then everybody's going to call the pelvic therapy person. I
1: just said one number.
0: Okay. Am I doing it right now? You can hear me dialing, ladies and gentlemen. So this is... uh, Yeah, all right. Here we go. I think I should just call as myself. Okay. Well, I won't say my name. Physical
1: therapy.
0: Yeah, is this... uh, Yes. All right. So I'm interested in the... uh, Do you do any of the pelvic floor therapy? We do. All right. Uh what time can I come in?
3: Um so would you be a new patient?
0: I would like to be an older patient uh in my late fi- well mid 60s probably. My well I am I'm 65.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay, um are you uh, currently still uh working or do you have a um HMO?
0: Um, I do, but I'm not, uh, I'm going to take some time off work. Are you willing to, or can you come to work to do this? Like, is it better that I'm working while you're dealing with my pelvis or is it, should I take some time off? What is better? So
3: the only reason I ask is just because of your age would put you in under Medicare and we aren't able to see Medicare patients unless, um, they fall under certain, um, exceptions. Um, so that's why I was asking about, um, if you were currently still working, um, or had in- private insurance as your primary, um, or if, or you
0: I could pay a, cash, insurance. I'm going to pay cash for this.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, we are out of network with insurance, so it would be, you know, up- these upfront costs, but we still would need you to fall under one of those exceptions. Yeah.
0: I have I, HMO, I have an HMO. So what I'm going to okay. do is, and, and then I would, uh, do I lie my tummy or my back? To get for to my pelvis. Well, because um, I'm thinking the best way in is through my... Uh, I don't know the, the proper language to use. Through my anus? Is that—is that, is that mm-hmm. the best way in?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, it would just kind of depend on your condition, but it really...
0: my uh, I, I, I use... Um, does it matter what kind of uh, conditioner I use? Because why would that well, matter?
3: Because for some people, um, they do lie on their back. Some people do lie on their stomach. Like I said, um, it would really just kind of depend. Um, I wouldn't re- be able to tell you really... Many specifics because I'm not. But would they would the they room. put the
0: finger? Would they put? Is it? I don't know what, what, who I'm talking to. But would I? Would you put your finger in my anus and then decide, or would the decision be made before the finger was in there?
3: It would be made beforehand. Yeah. But all right.
0: But do I come in way. with? Uh, uh, so just uh, walk me through this. Yeah, So the way that we
3: would. What I can help you with starting, you know, is, is set up your appointment. Um, it would be a ninety-minute evaluation. Um, so, in that,
0: that ninety minutes, how long w- would there be a finger in my anus?
3: Um, I wouldn't be able to tell you for sure.
0: If I'll hang already. on. Will you check?
3: Um. Yes. Hang on. Um, actually, I think it would be best maybe if one of our PTs spoke to you instead, because they would be able to answer your. Oh yeah, I would like to talk to the person that's
0: going to put the uh, finger in my anus, please. I'll hang up. Yes, thank you.
3: Um, so right now um, we don't have anyone who would be able to talk to you until about one thirty, um, just because they're currently with patients. Oh, will you talk um, to me can then? Give you a call back.
0: Will you talk to me then?
3: Um, I can, but I, like I said, I can not answer some of your questions just because I don't know what. So goes on you wouldn't, you personally screen.
0: would not, you personally would not be putting your finger in my anus.
3: Correct. Yes. Oh, okay. Kind of All right. I'm just writing this yeah. down
0: slowly. Pardon me. What did you say?
3: I oh. said, I just worked the front desk. So yeah. That's oh, why I so, but know. if I
0: stayed at the, at the front, if I was on the desk, you could do it then. So I could, I don't have uh, to be in the.
3: No. So you would be in a treatment room with someone and they would, you know, be put, the ones who would put be, put their finger you. in, my,
0: but they would put their finger in my anus.
3: What it, is your diagnosis? Pardon me? Um, what were you needing pelvic floor physical therapy for? Pelvic like, floor. diagnosed th- with something? Were you referred to us by your doctor?
0: No, my uh, daughter told me about, uh, just put it up on the screen in front of me. So I, I called and I just wanted to know if I wanted to, like, who puts their <laughs> finger on the, uh, who would do that?
3: It would be one of our physical therapists if, they, if it was something that was, you know, necessary for your condition. But like I said, I just wanted to ask what well, your diagnosis was. The-
0: oh there isn't nobody has put their finger in my anus so nobody's done it before this would be the first time
3: okay but are you experiencing like pelvic pain do you
0: have how do i know until somebody puts their finger in there
3: well typically people uh know that they are experiencing pelvic pain or are referred to us by their doctor which is something we do need to have on file for your appointment
0: do you want to speak to Um, my daughter
3: does she like handle your appointments or your but she's uh, the one who she's the know? one
0: who told me uh, about this
3: okay i mean yeah that would be fine totally up to you jackie i just want to kind of get an idea of your like uh health history
0: my health history i'm yeah uh, well in uh, terms
3: of like if you have like rectal pain prostatitis well so if that depending on well that's why
0: but that's why i'm that's why i'm asking you
3: I okay, don't so have rectal weren't...
0: pain. I don't have rectal pain, but that's, won't mm-hmm. that depend on the size of the finger or the, like the nails or whatever like that?
3: Well, some people have, you know, that pain coming into the appointments already. And that's why they're, no, the I'm,
0: no, that's not me. I'm looking to come into the appointment and get that pain.
3: Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah, no. Uh, then speak to my daughter. Able...
0: Here's oh, my sure. daughter. This is Jackie.
3: Hello. Hi. Um, I'm just trying to get a better understanding of like diagnosis wise here um what was the need for pelvic floor physical therapy. All no, right. I, I heard Go
1: ahead. no, I heard that it was something that could be beneficial for people that have anal leakage.
3: Okay, got it. Um give me one second. Like a like a plug?
1: Like a plug.
0: She's typing. Anal leakage? Yeah. Whoops. Did it again. All right. You have a tissue? Jackie? Do you have a tissue? No. Hello?
3: Okay. So um, yeah, we could set up an appointment, but like I said, we Whoa, just whoa, need whoa, to whoa, whoa,
0: a- whoa, 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 whoa. This is more than I've ever had. Okay. Anyway, uh, did you speak to my daughter? I'm Sorry, what? Did you speak to my daughter? Do- it's all wet. It's all wet here. Uh, did you speak to my daughter?
3: Uh, briefly.
0: Honey, just give me a napkin or something.
1: Here. Here, take this. Ask her about if they can help you with
0: this. I'm on the phone with her.
1: Ask them if they can help you with this. This but is it's, getting everywhere. It's everywhere. Now. It's getting everywhere. Hello? It's uncontrollable. Yes.
0: So, so I need to, I mean, this is not something that uh, I can wait on because uh, we have, do you have any idea how much uh, reupholstering a couch costs? I mean, that's a fortune. I've ruined three couches in the last uh, month and a half. Um. Okay. Yeah.
3: So like I was saying, uh, we could set you up up with an appointment um we just is there, to there have any way that i can come in and even if you process. don't
0: have well i don't have a doctor i just have i'm, I'm oh shit, there it goes more i i i don't have a doctor i just need somebody to you know maybe as my daughter we don't have the medical terminology but plug the hole like plug like is there anybody mm-hmm. that can just lend us a like a, a finger a thumb or whatever
1: ask her what they do to-
0: you ask, uh, she has a question, miss. Here's Jackie.
1: Do you guys have experience in tightening someone's sphincter?
3: Um, again, I think that would be a question for one of our PTs, and I had said that we could have someone call you guys back when they're done with their
0: hello? session. Hello? We
1: did, um, try, we did hello? try putting a yoni egg up there because we heard that can help it as well. It never came back out, so that's up there, but it's not stopping the leakage. It's going everywhere. She got
0: me uh, one of those crystal eggs. That's up there and it's really open. I've got okay. It. Hello? Yes. Okay.
3: Um, yeah. So like I said, um some of your questions I'm not able to answer, but like I ow. said before. Ow. I can't. Ow, ow, ow. I'm
0: trying to get it. I'm trying to, try to get the that. I'm trying to get the egg. Hang on. Ow. 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 Hang on.
1: Don't push. That's what happens every no, time. You, then you, you get it everywhere. Donker. Whenever you push you to go get in it the out, other room. it goes everywhere, no. Dad.
0: Clip your nails. Clip your nails. I've told you to clip your nails.
1: If you keep pushing, that's what makes it go all over the couch. You already ruined the your, couch. You ruined the carpet.
0: Get your fingers out of my ass now. Get your fingers out of my ass and leave. I'm going to handle this myself. Okay, hello? What is a good time? Yes. Yeah, what's a good time?
3: Um, So um, we can have someone call you back um, in maybe around 30 minutes. I just, um, like I I said, they're with patients right now, so it would just be when they have um, some time in between.
0: Can you just talk us through this? Because I Can you just help me right now with this? What would you suggest? Uh, Do you have a, should I put pressure on it, or should I, what should I do?
3: I can't give you that kind of advice because I am not a medical professional. I, like I said, I just... Handle the administration stuff, so um, I can have someone call you back if you want to leave a callback number. Have you ever? Have uh, you ever
0: got a like a paper cut? Yes. Me too. Those are really painful, aren't they?
3: Mm-hmm. So, do you want to leave a callback number?
0: Um, I, I, I'm not really at a place where I could take a number because we are at. Um, I'll be honest with you. We're out in public now, so we're at the. Uh, we're at the mall. So I don't want to, when we're using the public phone here at the mall, Mm -hmm. so I don't want to wait here and then get a call or have somebody pick it up. I'm actually embarrassed, to be honest with you.
3: Okay. uh, Well, is there another form of communication that we could try, like an email address?
0: What would be the uh, discoloration in my poo? What is that?
3: I again would not be able to answer that question because I. I'll I'm have not my
0: daughter. I'll have my daughter come on and describe it to you. Hang on one second. Um, she that's is. okay. Jackie, I
3: don't. It. I wouldn't be able to answer that question because I'm it, not a medical professional.
1: You want, so. Do but can I just tell you so we can get a second opinion? Because it's just I, me
3: and I'm not a medical
1: professional either. It's like this greenish color, but not like a normal green. It's like a, like a neon
3: almost, like really, really, Thank really you. bright. Hello? Um. So I would just say go see a doctor because I, like I said, I don't know really well, how to.
1: I heard. I Do you think it could be because of the that. healing crystal uh, properties of the crystal that's stuck up there? Like, I just want, maybe it's like. Oh, my
0: God. The girl over at Claire's is staring at me now. The girl at Claire's is staring at me now. We're. Miss,
1: can we just stop? Can we just stop by so that you guys yeah, can take a look? By. Even if even if someone's not problem. available, this is a Maybe you can take uh, a look and give us some advice. I don't
0: care, then get yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. I didn't make this puddle. I mean, know, we don't
1: have any other options right now. We're at the mall. There's a mess. Me Everyone's a staring. If we can just come by and then you can just, like, let us know what to do, that would you be the what? best.
0: I'll be at Feminina. I'll be on. Yeah,
3: I don't. I wouldn't be able to help you because I, I wouldn't know. No, but we don't know how either. how to advise you.
0: What so, do you think about? it? Like
3: You'd, can we just uh, if I, wait? I know doctor, she said we're coming right over, but Miss you.
0: Miss, let me just say something. We uh, my I heard my daughter saying that she was going to come right over. We're not coming right over because I have not eaten lunch, and we're going to stop at the food court and then we'll go over. So we'll be mm-hmm. there after lunch. We'll be there after lunch. Do you want us to pick you up anything? They have a uh, Sabaro here, and they have uh, Chick Fil A, and they have. Is there anything that we can bring for you?
3: uh no
0: <laughs> any drink or anything i wouldn't come in no and, i mean i i don't raise my kids to show up someplace empty-handed so that's it Ooh, just spilling again out of the back there i'm gonna head over to the food court we'll see you in a couple of minutes we'll see in a couple minutes we're coming in we're coming in get napkins get napkins what's your name so we'll ask for you put it what's your name uh can you use a different name for this?
3: Uh no because that is my given name so I cannot.
0: Can I call you Can I call you uh Marla?
3: No, I would prefer you call me by my given name.
0: Okay. But I'm just going to do what I do. Marla, we're going to be there in about 20 minutes. I'm going to stop and get a slice of pizza and a drink. I'm willing to get you something. Uh but uh <laughs> Marla, you just say it, and that'll be what I'll bring you. What do you want, Marla?
3: My name is, and I do not want anything. But like I said, you should probably. Oh, I'm not going to charge you. I'm
0: not going to charge you, Marla. It's yours.
3: I wasn't thinking about that, but okay.
0: No, we'll bring it for free. I'm going to bring you. No,
3: that's okay. I don't need anything.
0: They have Rice Krispie treats.
3: No, thank you.
0: Oh my God! What is this? All this fluid? (laughs) It's green. It's a light green. All right. See you soon.
3: Okay, have a good one. You too, bye. Bye.
0: Anyway, that was uh, Marla. Um, And uh, I think that's...
1: uh, Let's go get lunch.
0: Let's go get lunch. That was How We Do It.